Well, I suppose there's uh, no time like the present. So what's happening, bro? Welcome to another episode of the podcast. How's it going? I'm doing rather well. How are you, bro? Well, I suppose doing an intro with yourself tends to be more natural than the other awkward intros that you have for your podcast. Yeah, that's true. Why do you always go into the voice when you go to podcasting? Like, hey, what's up? Welcome to the Soapy Rao Show. Can't you just do something normally like, bro, what's going on, bro? Yeah, I, I, I can't really figure it out why I do that, but... Maybe we should keep this episode between you, yourself, and I. No, it's me, myself, and I. What's that song? Oh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, run-of-the-mill, templatized pop junk. But I love it. I think uh, there's no point being really too critical on everything that's out there today because then you're just going to run yourself in circles, go mad, and just not take any pleasure in your existence. But yeah, it's pretty crap. What is crap? Everything's crap from... Um, Actually, no, there's some great human beings doing some great things. Ah, welcome to the episode. And this is the Soapy Rao Show. If you're not really sure where you arrived, you have arrived at your destination and you are in safe hands as I guide you through the next few minutes of this conversational journey and experience that I have created for your listening pleasure. Um, my neighbor's kids are running up, uh, running, not running up, they're running around upstairs. And you know, this is a strange thing, right? My whole life, uh, huh? I'd say a good 33 years of my life uh, was spent in a house. And of course, this is about um, a house. It's not, what I mean is uh, an independent house. Um, it, was, it, was, it was joint for some part of it. My dad's sister and her husband and my grandmom was around. Uh, but, you know, of course, by the time I came around, my, it was only just the three of them. And we'd have guests, cousins visiting, aunts and uncles visiting. And it was nice. It was a nice sense of family. Uh, but also, you know, it, it was the sense of um, your space, which was, you know, you have a, a, a yard, a yard to play in, you know, like a backyard, but it was in the front. So it was a front yard. Uh, and then we had like a garden and like plants and we had dogs and crazy shit, man. But um, I, I'm not trying to say pros and cons of... Thing, because now now in this this particular time uh, it's been about six years uh, we moved to a flat yes yeah, a flat uh, an apartment and um, I'm trying to think you know I really enjoyed and you know sometimes when we moved out that that I think that place uh, that that home slash house was uh, in in like you know, my granddad I think um, kind of built that in 64 so then 2016 we moved out as in moved out as in my dad sold it so yeah been 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 with us for quite a good number of years a good number of years and i felt bad and of course i'm just trying to think back now with uh oh come on i'm telling you someone's trying to call me it's crazy sorry guys i don't mean to take a call on the podcast but uh yeah it is ringing so screw it i'm just going i should have done this why did i do this oh yeah that was really unprofessional and i apologize for that and I should technically uh, do a lot of things. Now I can't find my screen. Woo! I have no clue. There you go. All right. <laughs> that was so bad. Anyhow, I don't know who that was. I really hope it was just, uh, I hope it was something important. Anyhow, so the house was a lovely place, right? It was some play, a place where I spent my entire childhood. Uh, we sort of had a lot of good memories. But with the with the house like uh, like that was... It wasn't really much privacy for anyone. We didn't believe in locked doors. Uh, and, and being a bigger house in an older style, we didn't really have this ensuite bathroom concept, right? We had one 
and we had bathrooms not like we had to shit in the garden but it was this idea where it was a real, really sort of old thing so they would have like this boiler room where we would put um you know wooden logs for like the fire and of course then geezers all those things were there there was a modern and old element to it but there would be a bathroom for a shower it wasn't even a shower it was a bathroom for a bath downstairs and upstairs and then there were a few toilets around um but yeah you never really had that and you know the 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 beauty of it was this uh compound where we could play i mean compound is a compounds also like where osama was found but this is more like a a yard as i said and um and because the neighborhood where i grew up was uh, these houses independent houses there were very few people i interacted with like because a lot of kids now interact in their apartment complexes uh, or they meet like around the neighborhood but really didn't really have too many people uh, interacting my neighbor was there and i would play with him and his cousins and um, man it's really turning out to be <coughs> i beg your pardon guys i'm so sorry i really did make uh, all the preparations but something's in the room there's something in the air it's not love i think it's i think my dog's hair it's a great song there's something in the air is it love or is it just my dog's hair <laughs> that's a great love song love is in the air oh not really it's just my doggy doggy's hair strangers in the night anyhow uh but we moved to a flat now to a flat i just like the british say it's a flat it's a flat and um i thought oh my god it's home life it's a bu-. and i felt it in the lockdown in the thick of it where we were quarantined like shit we can't really step out of the door but living in a flat has a lot of good things like this particular place is modern ensuite bathroom and man it's just great when it comes to You know I think in there's a thing in India when you live in a house a lot of people just sort of take the liberty of walking in post people people selling shit people asking for stuff people asking you that you want stuff and they just walk in but here you have the sense of uh, a little bit of a barrier when it comes to the gate and they have to make the f- steps up and if you have a secu- you have a gated building i mean of course every building has a gate but if you have a security guard they kind of screen it so it's great uh, but you have to deal with neighbors you have to deal with thinner walls you have to deal with kids running upstairs uh, kids below you kids on the side so i'm not saying one is better than the other but i just um, I've, i've got to experience both of them and i think uh, they have their own joy and um, yeah but i don't know if 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 it's all good and it's all bad but like in bombay for instance bombay is just full of flats right like the concept of an independent house in bombay is just unheard of delhi on the other other hand massive gated communities but one thing i can't get over in bombay they call the apartments they live in as societies like i mean are, have these guys not gone out and seen a real society like literally like four buildings together in my society like dude it's not a society a society is a larger collective of human beings uh with multiple apartment buildings coming together it's such a society i love bombay has its own um its own sort of this ecosystem people have their own language they have their own sense of time they have their own sense of what is important they have their own kind of language subculture and then once in a while they bring it out to the outside world and we're all just like wow what is that bombay mumbai yeah it's great if you live there uh, you got to love it some people hate it some people love it some people love hating it some people hate loving it i'm not here talking about bombay i've been there a few times i've had some great experiences and some not so good ones but 
for a city of that size, when I say size, population, crazy how it functions. And it's crazy in general how things in this world function. You're like, I'm, I'm surprised most shit doesn't happen more often. Like, just when you look at the human body, you're not, you're remarkable number of reactions, chemistry going on there, like things being performed, like at this particular second, nanosecond, there are millions of functions, uh, reactions, uh, signals, and things happening in my body. I'm just surprised that we don't have more fucked up people in this world. Like for 7 billion people, I was expecting, like, fuck man, the fact that we have, you know, maybe 10, 20% that have something severely wrong. But otherwise, like, I would expect like 80, 90%, like, with that many things going. Like, because, I mean, look at this, like, with, with our roads or with the, you, the things we create, a pretty big fucked up rate. But with the body, it's great. And But at the same time, even with our chaos that we live in in India, you'd expect more shit to go wrong. But no, it somehow happens. It's sort of like this, 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 is it a cosmetic glue? Or is it this sort of, this sort of vibe that knits it together. I mean, Bombay, just sometimes you go through it, you're like, how does the city function? But it does. And sometimes remarkably remarkably well and, and better than some places which are more, um, not civil, but organized and, and more advanced and less population. It, the, things just happen. It's crazy. I think that's the fabric that is um, uh, Bombay and that makes it special. But yeah, they have societies, within societies over there. I mean, how remarkable is that? Yeah, so... Um, I don't know. Do you live in a flat or do you live in a house? Uh, I mean, of course, an independent house. A bungalow. Uh, of course, now they have gated communities with villas and all these various things. But I think each has its own charm. I miss my house at times. Uh, it was never my house, but it was somewhere where I grew up. And, you know, sometimes it's nice. Nostalgia is a good thing. And you think back. But if you let it sort of uh, kind of... Uh, I don't know what happened there. But if you let nostalgia come in the way of you thinking clearly and just sort of put that filter going, oh, everything was great back then. And a lot of people live in the past. I, I've noticed this. A lot of people, every time they meet, they're like, man, remember when things were better, when things were slower, when times were uh, simpler? Yeah, it's great to reminisce. But if reminiscing is 99% of your life, then there's clearly something that you are uh, avoiding um, or maybe something you're holding on to which maybe needs to go. Because of course, while I love uh, all the memories, good or bad, and some were, you know, where you're scolded as a child and you broke something or you fell down, hurt yourself or some, you got your first cycle or accidentally you let the gate open and a dog ran out. Fortunately, not, no one got hurt. But all those things, they, they kind of, I mean, the, it's inevitable, right? That you, memories do uh, sort of are our companions for the, for our life uh, lives, and we think about things we've done wrong, things we've done right, regrets and experiences and uh, fond memories. But if you let it sort of overwhelm your present state and kind of dictate who you are, and not let you have clarity or some sense of why you ha- why you you're here, why you here today, or why you're here and what you're going to do and what you're going to sort of uh, do going forward, then I feel it's, it's, it's crippling in a sense and doesn't really, um, I'm not saying this experience of learn, learn from your mistakes kind of thing, but I think you should let um, everything sort of have a place and serve a purpose in, sometimes it's great just to, you know, listen to music which reminds you of a certain time in your life or meet people that sort of can reminisce with you but if your constant narrative is to look back and just sort of go to this place it's it's sort of i wouldn't say it's liberating it's it's it doesn't let you let go and sort of 
explore what you can do going forward. Let's put it like that. So yeah, see what I did there. Started with uh, apartments, with my kids, not my kids. <laughs> that would be a fucked up thing. Guys, by the way, in the past few minutes, I forgot to tell you that I have kids. No, my neighbor's kids were running upstairs and they seem to be a lovely bunch of, oh, lovely, lovely family. Now, I don't know them. Uh, I've seen them. I met them. Um, uh, they seem to be decent. I don't know them. Why should I say anything? But they were running upstairs and I made an episode about something. Yeah. I was actually going to talk about electric cars. Um, and just this whole thing of naturally aspirated versus turbocharged because this neighbor, one of the neighbors, I'm not going to point home, loves loves driving fast cars and every Sunday morning they go uh, in a group because they need moral support. Then they go up and down the same road and take them to a track, I don't know. I don't know if they've been on a track. But yeah, if you want me to talk about just naturally, naturally, naturally aspirated V6s or V12s and the old Ferraris versus the new Ferraris and the Lamborghinis and the Paganis and the Bugattis versus the Teslas and the EVs, let me know. I can always do that. Or maybe I can get someone who's good with cars to do that. Hey, do we have some good, do you know some good car people? Maybe like Naren Karthik or... Um, Who's that guy? Narayan Kartikian or Karun Chandok. Who's the guys who represented us? Or Schumacher's son, the Schumacher. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, the world is my limit. So let's see who I want to get on this. Maybe I want to get someone to talk to me about cars and the evolution. I don't know. There's some good guys on YouTube. I like uh, Chris Harris. I really like Chris Harris, the way he talks about cars. Jeremy Clarkson, of course, controversial, but I like the guy because he was sort of there talking about cars as I was growing up. Uh, there's a guy, a friends guy. Who would have thought Joey's going to be talking about cars? What's his name? Uh... Matt LeBlanc, Matt LeBlanc, could be, uh, I don't know, there's James May, Richard Hammond, they, they, they do their own show, but Chris Harris is good, there's this guy who does this channel called, uh, what's it called, I forget, Auto Trader, he does good, he does a good job, and Savage Geese, there's some nice channels, yeah, let me know what your favorite YouTube channel for car reviews, or people talking about cars, Matt Watson, who does car reviews, good, good job, but yeah, man, I mean, let's talk about cars in the next episode, because, you know, there are a bunch of these rich people now, especially like from the Arabian states, from the Middle East, who are now settled in London, and they go with their fancy cars, and that's the noise they make, that's the car, not them, <laughs> and they, they sound, that's it, there's no butter, uh, yeah, that's a good note to end on. Make fun of the guys, the Arab guys driving supercars. Shit, is that Pegasus? Yeah, it is. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to the episode. Appreciate it as always. And hello, camera. How are you? Thanks for listening. Goodbye. God bless. Till next time. Take care. Cheers. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you like what you heard, please do check out the other episodes on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. And I would much appreciate it if you could like the video, share it with people who you think might enjoy it. And of course, do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you. So thanks again. Appreciate it.